It's exactly 2.20 p.m. in San Francisco, and that means that we, that we have the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to Gray Tolhurst of Topography. Gray, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, doing really well. Uh, where are you at this very specific moment? How's life? Uh, at, this, at this specific moment, I'm in my living room in the Mission, drinking nice. a tea. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> that sounds mega, mega fun. Dude. <laughs> We're super, super excited about the about the album, about the new album, Ideal Form, that was released on December the 4th of 2020. Such an honor to talk to you, to be honest. Oh, thanks, man. Really great to be on the on the air with you as well. Awesome. How do you feel about the new album? I mean, I, I, I've seen you guys are doing amazing, you know, with, the, with press and, and fans and all that stuff. Yeah, I've been really, I've been really uh, taken aback by the positive reaction to it and really happy for the way people have received it you know it's just been it's just wonderful to see something that you know is kind of going from the solipsistic process to get out into the world and see how other people think about it so i've been really liking reading the reviews and seeing people's interpretations and such totally you've stayed busy in 2020 you released a couple of eps in in this uh, well last year now uh, the first one, February 14th, Difference and Repetition. Uh, in May, you released Not My Lonely, But Ours. And on top of that, the album. So you've been busy in 2020 in COVID times. You know, I think we're just trying to not think too hard about the situation at hand. You know? Totally, definitely. So keep, How- keep working. How was the, the process uh, for recording uh, the, the, the new album? Mm-hmm. Did you record it before COVID, before lockdown, or how was it? Yeah, we recorded it in uh, November of 2019 and finished up mixing like right before lockdown in February. So we kind of we kind of got in under the under the wire on that one. So you know it was really pretty straightforward. We recorded with Chris King, who uh, plays in the band Cold Showers in LA and is also an amazing engineer. Yes. And it was super fun and super creative, just kind of like hung out in his studio and tried a million different synths. And it was just like, I it didn't even feel like work, really. We just had a great time with him. So it was really the best recording experience we've had thus far. Totally. Uh, what was the inspiration, the, the lyrical and the musical inspiration mm. behind this album? You know, it comes from a lot of places. I think lyrically, it's really inspired by the work of a lot of poets, um, especially 20th century poets like Paul Salon, um, Robert Creeley, these kind of like, uh, I don't know, postmodern <laughs> poets, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the inspiration for the sound is, you know, from bands like The Chameleons and Asylum Party, Cold Wave stuff, um, but also just like San Francisco, you know, 20, whatever the era is called right now, but just kind of like the situation we find ourselves in at the sort of like end of capitalism (laughs) here. True. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally, definitely, and uh, you're well. You're a you're 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 a, the son of uh, mm-hmm. of a great musician, of one of the most iconic 
rock and roll bands in the history of the world. Your dad is a uh, lol Tolhurst, drummer of the Cure, mm -hmm. for God's sakes. Uh, how much does that uh, influence uh, your your project of topographies? You know, I think uh, like if you go all the way back to like when I first started playing music, I think it influences a lot. You know, it's like I think I've always been supported in my artistic ambitions by my family and by my father, and also like that. That was I don't know. It's kind of just like what we talked about when I was growing up, like different music and I got exposed to a lot of music that I, it took me a lot longer to find otherwise, like the fall and can and joy division, all this stuff, you know, I got to listen to when I was 13, 14, as opposed to like finding it 10 years down the line or whatever. So it has influenced me a lot. And, uh, as far as like the cure specifically, I think, I didn't really listen to it till about last year. And when I finally did, I was like, oh, I dig this. I, th I, I couldn't listen to it for a long time because it, I didn't want it to influence me too much. Totally. But at this point, I've kind of gotten over that sort of teenage rebellion vibe. Totally. And uh, I, I, really, I really like certain elements. And so, yeah, I think we did draw on a little bit of that for topography sound. Totally. How, how, um, yeah, yeah. How do you see that's the it. how do you see the San Francisco music scene at this very moment? What do you think at this it? very moment? Yeah. I mean right now it, it you know it sucks, you know, with everything, but in general you know. <laughs> uh at this you know, in, in general I think there's a lot of interesting bands and musicians working in like totally disparate directions. I just totally forgot like what is going on because we've been stuck in this situation for so long. Like, I forget what it feels like to go to a show or, yeah. you know, I think, I think we are really struggling here in San Francisco because of the lack of, um, independent venues. So I'm hoping that, you know, when this, when things come back around that like maybe some new voices are allowed to create, you know, create the scene because if it's just like, corporate venues and stuff here i don't think there will be a scene you know definitely and also uh there's not that many you know goth or or cold wave or new yeah. wave bands in san francisco yeah not as many i mean there's definitely a lot of people working in the bay area like over in oakland and stuff True. like that yeah. otzi you know um fearing and these people oh yeah true. So fearing, i feel like the, yeah i feel like the bay, the bay has like a good goth cold wave post-punk scene san francisco is just hard for musicians in general in expensive general. totally yeah. well it's uh it's very difficult times because we have no freaking idea what's going to happen tomorrow it's incredible <laughs> uh but you, yeah do you got you guys have any plans to do maybe a live stream or uh i don't know uh, a mm -hmm. live session somewhere i mean you know It's like it's come up, and we thought about doing it, but we just been unable to rehearse really okay. for like the last ten months. So I think you know we're moving into a new studio, and hopefully we can kind of start brainstorming ideas like that and get back to to writing new material. I mean that's that's kind of like what I like doing the most is like writing and recording. Of course. So. 
you know, like to learn a whole bunch of new technology and techniques to live stream sounds difficult to me, you know, but I don't know, maybe, maybe some opportunity will come up and somebody will want to show me how to do it because I'm kind of like a techno Luddite sometimes. I don't want to like learn new softwares or anything. Total. Did, did you, did you write a lot of new music during, during lockdown? Mm, initially, I think there was like a burst of energy and then it kind of settled in and I just, I, I went interior, you know, started reading and listening to more music. But I think now I'm excited about working on music again, you know, see what, because it's like a new, it's like a new dawn, new era with 2021. We'll see what happens. So I want to contribute to that, you know. Totally. Any plans on releasing something new? I mean, your album just came out last, uh, last month. But you know, I mean, if you have a, a few yeah. songs uh, uh, that you haven't released, do you have any plans to, to release something new in this 2021? We'll definitely have something on 2021. I don't know exactly what it will be, but, you know, we're like talking to our label Funeral Party and seeing, you know, what we can do this year. And, you know, we'll see, we'll see what it is. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I think it'll be, I don't think we'll go totally quiet. Dope. Perfect. I, 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 I wanted to ask you because, you know, a couple of my fellow DJs are big fans mm -hmm. of uh, Rose of Sharon, which was actually, mm -hmm. it was, uh, I don't remember what spot it was, but we did a countdown of the best 102.5 songs of 2020. And that song, I think it was in the top 20, somewhere, somewhere around that. So oh, awesome. Yeah, it's a great song, man. And uh, so a couple of my fellow DJs wanted uh, me to ask you, What the, mm -hmm. what the song is about? What was the inspiration behind that song? I think I think the the inspiration is like the Rose of Sharon is like a, a weird biblical reference, right? It's like this this uh, flower that blooms on the desert. So I think it's about you know I never know what my songs are about until after I read the lyrics okay. after I write them because they just come without me really thinking too hard about what they're about. Yeah. But I think it's about like basically like uh being in a difficult place, someplace that's spiritually devoid and attempting to grow and to bloom, you know? Totally. At a, a hard place. For you uh, it's uh lyrics first or uh, or the music first when you create a song? Uh It's like title first, like coming up with the title okay, and then coming up with the, the sounds and the music okay. and then uh, coming up with the lyrics. Yeah, That's very interesting because, you know, most of the bands, they do it the exactly op opposite way. You know, they just create a riff yeah. and then they just write whatever the hell they want and, uh, and that's their song. <laughs> But for you, it's like, yeah. for you, it's like you create a, the, con the title creates the concept of the sound, which is really interesting. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I've always been obsessed with titles. Awesome. Cool, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the call. Thank you so much for talking to us uh, and talking to San Francisco. Thank you for releasing Ideal Form, which is a great, great piece of rock and roll. Oh, uh, Thank you so much, man. I'm glad to have chatted with you. Awesome. Let's play a song out of that album, uh, whatever song you want. Which song you want us to play? Uh, can you play... Let's play False Desire. Awesome. Done. 
Cool, man. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening in the mission, and uh, hope, to, hope to have you here at KXSF as soon as we can. It'd be dope to have you play a live session for us or a benefit or whatever. It'll be dope. Oh, yeah, we'd love to. I'll cool. talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, man. Take care. Peace. Peace out. Perfect. That was great. Tolhurst uh, from Topographies. Uh, in my opinion, Topographies, and I've said this before, I think that these guys are like the top San Francisco band of the moment. Yeah, I know there's a, a lot of uh, different projects and everything, but for me, at least, that's, uh, that's the way I see it. That's the way I read it. So to celebrate that interview, we're going to be playing uh, False Desire by Topographies in Rockmet of KX7 at FM San Francisco.
out of their 2020 Ideal Form album, which is a great piece of rock and roll. That was Topographies with False Desire via Funeral Party in Rocknet.kxsf.